Hello, everyone. This is Riddell from Behold the Connection. Thanks for joining me here today. This topic is going to be super important. This is the topic where I remind all of you that you matter. The moms matter. Your needs matter. And it can be uncomfortable sometimes because our society doesn't support our needs mattering to a great deal. But the moms are not doing perfectly well here in the middle of, well, I hope it's not the middle of a global pandemic. I hope we're on the, (laughs) I hope we're nearing the end. But friends, it's been a year, at least where I live. And a year in, there's a fatigue setting in, at least for myself. So we're going to talk about what it looks like for a woman a mom to take some time for herself and why I think there's so much pushback because there is, I've received it. It's so strange to me. Before we jump into that, I want to remind you that I have an uplifting and empowering parenting course called Being a Happy and Connected Parent. This is not the course that will put more pressure on you. Opposite, this course scoops you up in love It has 12 modules containing 13 audios, so you can listen on the go. It also has 24 plus worksheets. I think they're super valuable. You can do them later. You can do them when you have time. You certainly don't need to do them as you listen to the audio. They can be separate pieces. So it's very on the go. It's a form of self-care. It's a way to feel heard as a mother and get new ideas and know that you're normal. Your kids are normal. But here's some strategies and tools and ways to think about the journey of a mom, as a mom, to to just feel so supported and to feel like you've got more tools in the toolkit. So check that out. It's at beholdtheconnection.podia.com. You can also swipe up from many of my Instagram stories. I link to it about once a week. So enjoy that. There's a payment plan that makes it super affordable. And uh, I hope that it helps you. So a few weeks ago, I took a 24-hour break at a hotel. It was lovely. I ordered food. I did face masks. I actually got a bunch of work done that had been sort of hanging over my head and causing me to feel like I was never getting to it. And so it was an act of self-care and self-love to be able to get to that. And I enjoyed the quiet. I'm homeschooling the four kids. It takes a lot out of me. And I've got my a lot of things on the go for myself. So I was actually criticized for taking this 24-hour break at a hotel. So you know what I did this time? I took a 40-hour, 48-hour break. You know, I want you to know that it is okay to support yourself in whatever way you need to, even in the face of criticism. The truth is that only you know what you need as a mother, and we do know. I think it's important that we take breaks before we crumble when possible. Because this is what self-care is. I'm not sure when we stopped mattering to ourselves, or maybe the problem actually is that women haven't mattered much to society, right? I find it so awful and heartbreaking that after we hear tragic news of a mom that was clearly suffering with a tragic ending, we all say like, oh, we wish we knew we would have done more, you know, or why didn't she reach out? And yet, when that same mom likely tried to help herself, she was probably shamed, like me, 
for claiming 24 hours over the past year for myself. Like, let's do better. We do deserve breaks, and no one can do it all nonstop. I reject that message of being the sacrificial lamb. It was really interesting for me to watch women's discomfort, not all, of course, but many women's discomfort with me taking time for myself. So what does this tell us? So typically that type of a reaction means typically that those women want this for themselves and they just don't know how to do it. And so it's easier to flip the script, isn't it? And call someone selfish. And why do you even need that time? But the truth is I absolutely refuse to just survive my life. (laughs) This is actually my life, right? I want to thrive in it. And there are so many people in my life that matter. And one of those people is me. I can feel when I'm approaching a burnout or slamming into a wall. I think we all can. For me, it's a sign of unmet needs. And that wall is there for us to rest on. There's there's a message in that wall. When we're hitting that wall emotionally or slamming into it, the wall is there for us to lean on, right? We need to embrace that rather than keep on keeping on. So, I really don't try to worry too much about how it happened or how I got to that place. I can look at those pieces later and make changes, but rather I take it as a message to take action. And by that, I mean rest. I am really honest with myself when I see myself getting tired, snippy, and just this overall lack of a desire to be in my own life. Those are messages to me that I'm struggling And frankly, I'm not interested in this narrative of hanging on by a thread. I matter more than that. And the truth is, it doesn't work anyways. I end up lashing out, right? I'm interested in being mature and I'm interested in changing how I show up in the world. So this, my friends, is the difference between being empowered and being a victim of my circumstance and blaming everyone for the the mood I'm in. This is me showing you how to how to follow what being accountable to myself looks like versus that act of struggle and blaming others. And the truth is, right now, it's tough times. I actually don't know anyone that isn't struggling. The difference is, as women, we have a hard time being allowed to meet our own needs in this struggle. That needs to change. So it's so interesting to me because... I've come to realize that, I've spoken about this before, we're uncomfortable with people's feelings and emotions. And so, and this manifests in shutting down our own feelings and emotions. This manifests in just trying to get our kid to stop crying or getting so overwhelmed that they've stormed up the stairs. Like we are uncomfortable with people uh, showing their emotions. And so (laughs) it's because we weren't taught to allow our emotions. Like it makes sense. But we often reject allowing people to feel their emotions. And we do this to each other as mothers. So there can be someone crumbling or feeling the full range of their emotions or really, truly taking note of the burden in their life and expressing that 
reaching that level of exhaustion and we're uncomfortable with that. We're like, we're like, Oh yeah. uh," And we kind of just move on to something else. So that's on one end. And then on the other end of the spectrum, when someone really pushes back against that or has a tragic ending or is a Meghan Markle that says, I'm not doing this. This is not worth my sanity. Or like I said, has that tragic ending to their life or maybe even their children's life. You hear of these situations. We're also uncomfortable with that. So we're uncomfortable with with women being allowed to burn out or not like the job some days. But then we're also uncomfortable with them asserting themselves. You know, I've come to learn that we're happy in this middle ground of just complaining. Like, that's what we've come to to think our outlet is as women is getting together and just complaining what that does is it does offer a little bit of a a hormonal hit that makes our brain feel good for a moment because when people validate us and agree with us and oh that is the worst there is a relief in that but it is short term it's putting a band-aid on a broken leg So you see why we do it, but we do it because we don't think there's other options available to us. And I'm not saying to never complain. My best friends know that I do. But what I like to do is I like to get in front of it more so and notice, ah, I'm feeling burnt out. I accept these feelings. And now what can I do? Do you see that? You see how we're comfortable with the complaining about the role, but not in making the changes? (laughs) It's just interesting, isn't it? All this pushback taught me was that this needs to be modeled more for the women of the world. I will not be the sacrificial lamb for my family. I won't. I will not turn into a shell of myself and then push back and fight against those relationships and resent my family. I will not. I will model health to them, mental health. I actually can't think of a message more that I would want my kids to internalize from watching me than, hey, your mental health matters. Your needs matter. Make sure you're taking care of yourself as well. Okay. That's what I'm going to model for my kids and do. The other, it's not sustainable. And it's also not fair to me, who is a valuable member of my family. You know, I reject the idea that, that the self-care offered to me is driving to get the grocery pickup or picking out the groceries or simply cleaning my body in a bath. I'm not sure when basic hygiene or the feeding of my family became the allowed me time. But that's pretty lame, right? It's interesting. I've been at home with my kids pretty much consistently for a year of this global pandemic. And I got pushback of... 11 months in, taking 24 hours to myself. The messaging there is just not okay. It's actually absurd to think that I don't deserve some of my own time and attention. Friends, the moms are not all right. My kids' needs are always on the forefront of of my mind, and I know that it's the same for you. So, Why can our needs not be in there a bit, right? Self-care is the act of taking action to improve one's mental or physical health. That's what self-care is and should be. And I'm not sure when my mental and physical health stopped mattering, or maybe it never did in our society, but I reject that 
It matters. Dalai Lama said, in dealing with those who are undergoing great suffering, if you feel burnout setting in, if you feel demoralized and exhausted, it is best for the sake of everyone to withdraw and restore yourself. The point is to have a long-term perspective. Close quote. Yep. I am worthy of restoring myself. So there's going to be pushback sometimes. Sometimes the people in your life won't like you changing things up and putting yourself on the list of people who matter. Sometimes they won't like this boundary that you're setting or this need that you're expressing because it causes discomfort for them. So does that mean you shouldn't do that? Do it then? No, no. They will learn to manage. They will learn to adjust. And the truth is, and this is something I teach in the course and on all my platforms, you aren't in charge of their emotions. You are not in charge of making sure their life is filled with ease and delight at the cost of your own sanity. Sometimes people would prefer that you fuss over them rather than attend to your personal needs. It's not sustainable and it will slowly build a fence of resentment. You cannot be last on your list endlessly. It isn't your job to make the people in your family happy. It is their job. It is their emotional work to do. We are not responsible for their emotions and their reaction to you caring about you. As women, we are so trained from a young age to put everyone's needs before ours. And it's simply not healthy. And I wish that so many women had a partnership modeled to them. I had this modeled to me with my parents. They each took the time that they needed. I remember my mom leaving and going on little getaways. I remember us bonding with my dad during that time. And now that he's gone, he's passed. I remember it even more fondly. And I'm actually glad she left and gave us that chance because you know what? He made the same meal every night while she was gone. We got fried up Smokies in a pan, like little slices. We got pierogies and we got cream corn. Like that was the meal every night. And in fact, it's funny because one Christmas we got him a uh, cookbook and on the inside, gosh, I wonder where that is. I'm trying to remember, we wrote a poem and it was like something like, daddy, dear, your meals are great, but here is something more that you can make. Um, Pierogies, cream corn and smokies are, are something. But here's a book we feel you need. I don't know. It rhymed. It was so cute. Oh, here's something you can do so you can make us something new. It, it was just the cutest thing. And he laughed so hard. And he just went back to making the same three things he made. But I actually have really fond memories. I, I have memories of while my mom was at work a couple days a week. I remember my dad cleaning out toilets and helping us all get the house ready so she could come home to a clean house. Like I really had a partnership modeled for me. And it's what I want and frankly demand out of my life. I wonder if we saw more of that, we wouldn't be so uncomfortable when we see a woman putting her needs on the list as well. Maybe the men wouldn't be so shocked when the woman wants a day or two to, to explore and live out other aspects of her life. We wouldn't have this toxic script that a dad with his kids is babysitting until the mom gets back. What is that? We would think, hey, that's a dad being a dad. It's funny. The biggest pushback I got when I took my one day at a hotel was, does Adam get time like this? I'm going to tell you that in the circles I run, I've yet to see um, a white privileged male not getting the time he needs. I've yet to see that when 
times are tough or people are suffering emotionally. I've yet to see a, a man or a father or a husband that isn't still getting his TV or his sports or his alone time. I, I don't, I'm not looking for hate on this. And I have an incredibly supportive husband. We are in a partnership. But when the women of my following were concerned about him because I took one day at a hotel, that tells me we've got some work to do on our thinking. Adam is fine. Adam gets plenty of breaks. It's just interesting, right? Rather than rally behind the woman that took the one day off to go tend to other things in which I worked, let's be clear, there was a large amount of women worried whether or not Adam also gets this type of a break. Okay, that's problematic. I'm not sure when we started stacking the members of our family in like a, a, a line going up, you know, a hierarchy. And when we put ourselves at the bottom, but I like to look at the people in my family as, as, a, as a horizontal line or, or even a carousel that, you know, goes in a circle. But I'm on that same carousel. When it comes around, oh, there's my daughter, there's my other daughter, there's Adam, there's my son, there's my other son, no particular order. There's me, or maybe there's me, then there's the kids, then there's Adam. You know, in this, in this fashion where we all matter, okay, that can be allowed. I argue and I maintain that I am a better mom when I've taken a minute for myself. It's all those empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. All those pieces that we hear, the oxygen mask, you must put on an airplane, put your oxygen mask on first before you help anyone else. We like to roll our eyes at that. Well, I don't know why. I guess because it's ingrained in us to put our kids first. And certainly we don't want babies left in cribs without being fed. I mean, let's not get dramatic here. Our kids' needs matter, okay? but so do ours. That's the message. The other pushback I get is like, oh, that must be so nice. First of all, anytime you are thinking that must be nice, you are allowing yourself to get into what I call a stuck statement. I feel like I did a lot of slive on that, so I'm sorry. Anytime you are saying that about someone, you are telling your brain that it's not possible for you. That's a lie, okay? How defeatist. Now, it doesn't need to look like a hotel or a trip, and maybe not at first as you warm up your audience, but it can look it can look a million different ways. I've done getaways in my bedroom. My bedroom door has a lock on it, uh, and I've asked for support from my family. Hey, I'm going to be in my room for 12 hours. Can you bring meals to the door? Can you just not ever knock on the door? I'm going to be working. I'm going to be reading a book. I'm going to be relaxing. Pretend I'm at a hotel. I put a sign on the door, Riddell's Hotel. Okay, this is possible. My family rose up to the challenge. I've also swapped a day with childcare of childcare with my friend. Like, hey, you probably need a day and I need a day. Oh, wait, let's help each other out here. Let's and we literally put it on our calendars. Okay. I've searched out and found a massage place, actually a whole spa that has childcare, at least they used to. I don't know about in this pandemic when my kids were little. And I drove quite a ways to be able to use that. So that I could give myself a little spa day without, at that time, you know, I didn't know who I could ask, okay? I've taken the time in my van when my kids are in sports to do a face mask and listen to something uplifting. Um, I've asked for childcare for my birthday from my mom and went away for two days. 
the time that you are spending possibly scrolling social media could be time that you're investing in yourself in a meaningful way. Don't tell your brain you can't do it. Go listen to a module of my parenting course while you lie on your bed and you relax and you deep breathe. Do something that gives back to you. Um, only you can start putting in these requests, not even requests, these here's what I'm going to do <laughs> and these ideas into your life. Only your brain can know your own life and look for ways that you can navigate this and ask for help and do trades with people. The message here is that you're worthy of your own time. You're worthy of a break. You're worthy of having the best mental health and physical health that you can. And that while that does cause you to show up better and pour more into your kids, that also doesn't really matter. You're pouring into yourself. Your life matters. Like the moment we become a mom, for sure something changes in us and we need to meet that person's needs and we love them endlessly. I don't know why, though, that means that we siphon off the care to ourselves. But it seems to happen. And I think it's a society and just how we're set up and the structures and patriarchy. I think a lot of that's responsible for that shift happening. But I'm here to tell you, you can reject it and you can matter alongside everyone in your family. I hope that lands with you. I hope it resonates. I hope that you bring some compassion to yourself, to all the work that you're doing in your life and in your family. Thanks for listening. And if this landed with you, the best thing you can do is screenshot it and talk about it on social media, on your Instagram stories or on your Instagram posts or even on Facebook and let others know who maybe need this message that they matter to. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening.